Welcome back to Self Revelations. It's your boy B Dab. And I am Juan Moreno. Welcome back to the most organic podcast in the world. My boy Juanavelli. How you feeling, man? Nah, man, I'm doing good. Just working through some challenges, you know, trying to work on like patience and trying to like not judge people while they're on their journeys, especially like the people that are closest to you. I think that's like the hardest part. Like for me, like where I work, I have to manage like a, like a lot of people. So for some reason, it's easier for me to talk to them and to delegate and be soft spoken because I know how people get with their emotions than it is with like my own family or the people that I genuinely have more emotions attached to. Like it's more harder for me to speak softly to them with my advice or maybe my experience or words of encouragement because I hate seeing like family and friends suffer, especially with something that you don't have to like something that maybe I've worked through or other people have worked through and not seeing somebody like, you know, take initiative, like be proactive. Like if you have a problem, you go handle it. You go deal with it. Now you don't put it on. You don't put it off until tomorrow. You deal with it right now. Like that's the way I'm wired. So if I have something like it's wrong with me or a thought of a relationship or something or something that I'm working through with my career or trying to better myself, if I feel that something needs to be done, I do it. Like, and I get obsessive over something like that. Like I need to, I research, I watch videos, I talk to people, I read books and I make moves like right now. So when I see like my closest people to me, don't, like that, I, I, I think I'm so I'm too emotionally attached to it because mm. it bothers me and I can't seem to like let it go sometimes. So I have to like sometimes I have to just sh- I literally tell myself shut the fuck up like don't say <laughs> nothing just let them vent and just don't say nothing and then you know time it takes me like a few days to like let it go and like okay they're their own person they'll figure it out I gotta focus on me though but that's the problem though like sometimes. It seems like I'm being so selfish, but it's like, well, if you're not going to work on yourself, like I'm going to focus on me then. Like I, I, I'm i trying to help you. I'm trying to do this. But if you're not willing to do nothing about it, then I'm wasting my time. So mm-hmm. sometimes I have to do like what seems to be selfish, but it's more of like, you know what? When you need help, I'll be right here, though. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I got to keep doing what I got to do, like in order for myself to be sane and for my purpose or else it's. I could look at somebody as a distraction that means the world to me and I will up and leave. I've done it a few times, so I have no problem doing it, but I have to remind myself, just be patient. Yeah. Cause they, all that can derail you mm-hmm. from where you're trying to go. And I, I know exactly how you feel with being too emotionally attached to like a situation or something that's going on within the family. Um, you know, when I moved to Modesto the first time, it was a lot of things like that going on with my family or like people in my family not being cool. And then like I'm over here worried about it and I'm stressed and I'm trying to give advice and stuff like that. And now I'm bothered by it. And then two days later, everything goes back to normal, but mm-hmm. I'm still bothered by the situation that was already presented to me. So now mm-hmm. it's interrupted me and basically affected my inner peace. You know what I'm saying? All from something that they could have resolved on their own. You know what I mean? So it's, it's good to, to be like how you are, you know, wanting to to help solve the problems like or if, if someone's hurting, trying to, you know, help them get right. But, you know, you got to at the same time, you got to put your your purpose and basically your peace 
before everybody at the same time because if you're messed up mentally or if you're struggling or you're depressed, you can't help nobody. You know what I mean? It's because, like, like we talked about last episode, you know, you hold a lot of weight in your family. And, you know, I hold a lot of weight in my family. You know what I mean? We we hold, we have that leadership role in our families, um, whether we like it or not. So you got to know that these type of things that are going on within, you know, your family or whatever – if it's going to derail you, you know, take a step back and actually look at the whole situation. Is this a situation where I actually need to intervene? I need to, like, get into it right now? Or is this something like, okay, it's not that serious, and I'm going to shoot you advice, but I'm not going to get emotionally attached to it to where I'm bothered about it and you guys are, like, like happy and <laughs> jumping around the next day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, it, just, uh, it just all depends on the situation, obviously the severity of the situation. But that's... That's kind of like what I went through with, you know, my, my, you know, nieces and nephews and my siblings and stuff like that. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, like these situations, you know, as long as it's not something where someone's obviously being harmed or anything like that, people fighting and stuff like that, physically fighting, you know, because people are going to argue, you know, brothers and sisters are going to argue, nieces and nephews are going to argue, you're going to get into, you know, everyone's not going to be just getting along 24 seven. You know what I mean? But everything doesn't have to be like to where it affects you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the one thing, too. I have to like because I'm like all in or all out. Like my emotions are involved or or the way I, you know, my intentions are like so pure, like genuine. Like I never I try my best to not say things that I don't mean. But I would say like 99 percent of the time, like I really mean the things that I say. And, like, there's a lot of power in, like, every word that I try to, like, implement my intentions to try to help somebody. And, you know, sometimes, like, I always talk about it. Like, you know, you can't help a drug addict. They don't want to help themselves. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like I embraced, like, this leadership role. Like, I put myself here and, like, I want to be a leader. I don't want to be a follower. I don't want to just follow where the world pushes me. Like, I want to set my intentions and, like, create my life so i want to help the people around me influence and i also have to take a step back though and like make sure i'm always taking care of myself especially when i need to i know that like that signal in my head like hey you gotta take a step back like you need to go go on a walk or go on a run or go do something by yourself or go hang out opposite from the people that you've been around like to then get a new perspective because sometimes it's just like a perspective thing too and being impatient and you're rushing results and you're rushing someone else's journey when it took you like, that's what I'm saying. I never had nobody rush my journey because I didn't really put my stuff out there for somebody to do that for me. So like I had to figure it out by, my, by myself, like, Hey, you need to work on this. Like things came naturally, even though maybe certain things took like a year or two, a relationship or two to me to figure out some of the things I need to work on. But I never had nobody rush me. So, like, now I'm in the role where I'm trying to help somebody and be this, like, light and try to embrace this leadership role. Because I naturally always felt like that when I was a kid. But I was just scared to maybe embrace it. But now I'm fully locked in. So, mm-hmm. me, is like I'm just, I'm just trying to influence people by my actions and then with my words and also back it up because they see me doing it every day. But it, I, I can't lie and say it's fr- not frustrating when mm-hmm. somebody's not helping themselves. Like, it bothers me. Yeah. And it hasn't been a situation to where, like, 
say something in your family. You don't have to talk about the situation, but something in your family, like, completely, like, threw you off, derailed you. Um, whether if it's like an event that happened in your family or stuff that's going on, it's like a lot of tension or anything like that to where it was like, at the time, like you're trying to address it, trying to help everybody, but then it clicks in your head. You're like, oh shit, like this is, this is fucking up me and my peace and what I'm doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Has there, has there been a lot of situations like that in your family or no? Yeah, for sure. Almost every time, <laughs> like almost every time something's going on because uh-huh. I really want to help. So I always try to throw these like little gems in there because a lot of things are very, very simple. Mm-hmm. We just complicate shit like either when it comes to going going to go do something that you might not want to do, mm-hmm. but will benefit you. But you're so comfortable in this little spot that you're in that you don't want to seek out, but yet you want to complain about everything. And saying how you want to change, you want this, but yeah, you're still doing the same thing. So I, I would like hear that and see that, and I would have to take a step back and within myself and be like, you know what, like they'll figure it out. I have to let this go. However, this goes with them, even if it's a good thing or a bad thing, the worst of the worst, I have to let it go. Like I can't do much. Like I can only, yeah, set my intentions for that person, try to help and guide them, try to be an example and show them there's a way out. But that's all I can do. Like, mm-hmm. I can't control them. And sometimes it takes for me to go through that thought process to realize you can only control yourself. Yeah. And you have to let go and, you know, you have to move on. But it's hard, especially with your family. Yeah. Or maybe it might be your boyfriend. It might be your girlfriend, like, or your wife or something, your husband. Something very close to you. The emotions are, like, higher. Like, yeah. you know, like, the way I, like, if you were having problems, whatever, mm-hmm. like, I would have more of a purpose of trying to help because I talk to you more mm-hmm. often or I'm around you more often than it was a stranger that I meet in line to get Jamba juice. And he's telling <laughs> me his problems. Like I would like easily spit game and then not see him ever again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's easier for me to do that than it is somebody who I'm going to see again and then seeing them still suffering. Like I hate, Everybody has a test that they're going through every day or in their life, whether they're trying to get over being an introvert or they want to be more confident or they're working through a trauma. Everybody's getting tested. Everybody is suffering with something. Not everyone. Either you're trying, you're suffering because you're trying to get be successful or you're suffering because where you're at in life and your perspective. And my thing is, sometimes I have to let go and let them realize I have to put the ball in their hands. Sometimes I have to remind myself, like, you know, I have to have them realize that they need to make a change, Mm -hmm. not them make a change for me. Mm -hmm. Like, no, make a change for yourself. Like if you don't feel good right now at this weight, then cut weight. If you don't feel happy working this job, then quit the job. Like, or maybe it's a perspective thing. It's an environment. Like, always try to push it towards them that, hey, I, like, maybe you feel like this because of this. Maybe it could be that. Maybe you shouldn't take this food or eat this. Or maybe you should not think that way. Maybe you should simplify it. But even then, they might not, you know, see it. And I have to let, I have to realize, like, they're on their own journey. And I have to let go. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. you can force, you can't, uh, you can lead them to water, but you can't force them to drink. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the knowledge and all the game that you're giving out, they're not willing to take it and they're, they're, they they want to go have their own experiences. You got to let them. Like, obviously, you don't want anybody to go and crash out, but 
you know, like you said, like they have to go have those experiences. When I, the the most I've ever grown was from having experiences and fucking up. To be honest, like I learn the most when I mess up. You know, so and not making those same mistakes is what makes me better. You know what I mean? Regardless of what situation it is, it, it could be any situation. When I mess up, that's when it clicks in my head. Like, oh, okay, this won't happen again. I don't make the same mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's a part. That's a part of the journey. That's a part of the grind. That's a part of like, you know, this thing we call life. You know what I mean? Not everyone's gonna be perfect. Not everyone's gonna go through unflawed. You know, uh, some people have more help than others. Some people don't have help. You know, some people learn from their own mistakes. Some people learn from other people's mistakes. You know, like we've talked about before. But I feel like me personally, you know, when I experience stuff on my own, because you could tell me a million times, oh, this is bad for you. Oh, you shouldn't do this. Or the odds of you playing professional is slim to none. Or, the, or hey, you shouldn't play football because you'll get injured. You know, all the fears that people have put on me, hey, I'm going to find out on my own. You know what I mean? Regardless of what I want to do, I'm going to find out if I can or not. Right. Damn, that, and that's like a harsh reality and like a harsh reminder, too. It's like you can't control everything. That's like the hardest thing for me to realize is like because you try to influence and you try to like move things and manipulate things in a good way. But sometimes like, you know, a lot of things are are in God's time or in the time of reality or people's journey. And I have to remind myself, like we're all in our own like human experience, like spiritual form and human body that. Like people are gonna learn the easy way, the hard way, or however, and sometimes you have to take a step back and let them like figure it out on themselves. And but it, it's it's easier said than done for me, for sure. Facts, facts. But out of out of everything that you've you've been through, I know you know we've talked about plenty of times that you know you staying on your grind, staying on your your journey has been real important. What about keeping your peace, keeping your inner peace? And I know, you know, this applies to even if it's relationships, whatever it may be, jobs, um, keeping your inner peace. How important is that to you? That's automatic. I think I always know, too, if it gets out of line. Like, I always feel like, you know what? I know that something is off or maybe I'm, I might not realize it actually immediately. Sometimes it'll be a couple months, like, wait, hold on, you were, like, a few months ago, you you had this in your notes that you wanted to do this, pursue this, and right now you're doing this right now. This doesn't really align with what you were trying to do just a few months ago. Like, did your goals change, or did you put yourself somewhere else, or did things distract you and emotions got too much in the way? There's a lot of times, you know, it's a good thing you said that because I realized that, like, a few weeks ago. Like, after Selena's accident, like, we went through, like, a hiatus. Like, you know, we got into more debt, like, because we didn't couldn't pay the bills. I, could, I didn't I couldn't work at that time. I was at a new job. Um, they didn't have FMLA, like, which is great assistance for people that go through, like, paid family leave to take care of a sick one, a sick one or something or, like, a problem that happens to your spouse or somebody who's, like, a family member. So, like, they did assist with that, and they did pay me, but they could only pay me for, like, a few weeks, and I didn't work for almost a few months. Mm -hmm. So I had to try to, you know, use my, thank God, leverage, like, my credit and stuff like that, but I still put myself in debt. I still got to pay that money back, mm -hmm. and the percentage of, you know, credit cards, like, 21 to 25%. So, like, 
right now when it comes to you know going through something like traumatic or a st- 20 steps back from where you were at before that situation happened you're so focused on like trying to survival mode so i'm like you know i got to make sure the bills are getting paid i got to make sure the person is doing good I got to make sure, oh, shit, you got, are you doing good? Like, I had to, like, oh, wait, what about you? So, I'm so, sometimes you get so focused on, like, everything outside, making sure everything is okay and sane that I'll forget about myself. Mm-hmm. And this happened in November, the accident, and we're in May? Yeah. We're in May. So, it's been a few months, and now I'm, like, starting to slowly get back to the grind again, like, tapping in back to my leadership. Like, for me, my biggest thing that was helping me excel like growth wise and like I became obsessed with was becoming a a better leader Mm -hmm. like a good example articulating myself well having that like bravado like being able to speak and not fear no one physical or words like be able to stand up for myself and speak in a way that's influential instead of you know just causing destruction and stuff like that so there's a lot of times where sometimes you forget that you're off track and good thing that I could always get back into it. So I, I wish I could realize it like sooner, but sometimes you're in survival mode. Like you're trying just to make sure things are aligned and everything is copacetic and you're just trying to stay afloat that sometimes you forget like you're still drowning, you know, yeah. like you're, yeah, your head's above the water, but you're still drowning yeah. <laughs> like so it's like oh damn like i have to take care of myself and that's why i do a lot of like random things like that people would never do like either doing jujitsu for for a few months and then you know doing yoga doing something that's always been my thing is like once i know i'm off track i have to change a pattern so i have to do something completely different and like right now i'm doing calisthenics like tough so i've been doing it every single day ever since we had that conversation on the phone when you were saying, oh, I need to pull a bar. Like, it's like maybe a month ago now mm. or maybe a few weeks, maybe three weeks, two weeks. But ever since then, I, every single day, I do at least like 100 sit-ups, 100 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, like in different variations of all of those things too. Mm. And to, to shake my system again, like mm. to bring myself back to maybe where I forgot. Mm. So would you say your, like your foundation of, of you keeping your peace is obviously – you know, physical fitness, you know, honing in on taking care of you, uh, your leadership qualities, you know, being able to uh, motivate and inspire people, whether if it's your family or friends or at work um, and honing in on, hey, like your how your body feels, how your mental is. And like that, that right there is your layout and your your foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you, you have to remember, too, like, you come first. Like, yeah. your peace, you have to be content with life or else you're going to be distracted or you're mm-hmm. going to stray away from who you want to be. I think people forget that, too. It's like, who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't tell me who you want to be, I think that's something you should look into. Like, you should, like, who do you want to be? Like, when you ask me, I want to be somebody who is a light. I want to be somebody that's inspirational, influential, but at the same time is an example of it. I don't want to just talk about it. I want to be about it. Like, I want to be doing all the things that people look at it like, how is he doing that? How is he managing all that? How is he able to do this and that and still have a good rapport with his family and friends and family? I said that twice. But, like, how, you know, how are you able to do all the things that look like work? Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like play. Like, so that's my thing is, like, 
your foundation is who you are, who you want to be and being at peace with what's going around you. And that's the most important thing to have or else you're going to be, you know, moving in a way that's against you. Yeah. Facts. And, and for, you know, the people out there that, that haven't had that sit down with themselves, you know, like say they're always around people. You want to find out, you know, what kind of person you are, who you want to be, get in a room by yourself, take an hour or two, get a notebook, a pen and write it down. You know, I like in the point, the parts of my life where I had to grow the most is when I had to sit back and actually look at my own sins and the stuff that I like been through or other stuff that I have to work on, wrote it down and honed in on focusing on working on me. You know what I'm saying? In every situation, whether if I was on whatever spectrum I was on, it was like, okay, what could I have done better in this situation? It's a, it's a form of taking accountability. Yes. But at the same time, you're like, okay, this is where I can improve. This is where I can be better. And at the end of the day, no matter what, you know, you point the finger, oh, this person did this, this person did this. Oh, in this situation, this is why I wasn't successful. No, look at the situation for yourself. Like, okay, this is why I wasn't successful. If I would have done this better, maybe this would have changed the outcome. You know what I'm saying? So if you have to sit down for yourself, find out, you know, who, what do you, what do you want to be in the next five years? What do you want to do? What do you want to pursue? You know, like, what do you enjoy? Sit right down the stuff that you enjoy. If you don't know which, what, like, what can keep you level-headed and you don't know what your piece is like explore things look into physical fitness look into reading look into you know going on hikes or whatever whatever it may be your thing might be video games or i I don't know you know spending time with your family but find that something that's going to keep you you know at a steady pace to where you could still be the best person version of yourself as possible Mm. Bro, one of the things that I, I, I'm sure you, you could definitely relate to, which I, for some reason, barely noticed while these, like, last two weeks mm-hmm. was doing the calisthenics made me just realize while doing them, doing them that the feeling that you feel how alive you are when you're, like, working with your body weight or working with weight, mm-hmm. like, make, like, your core is intact and, like, you're doing, like, the push-up. Like, I've been, you know what's funny? I've been doing push-ups, like, I mean, sit-ups, like, I've done it, uh, obviously, since I was, like, a young age, too. But for some reason, like, now, I tapped into something more. Like, usually, I'll do pull-ups with, like, my arms. Like, I would, like, lift myself mm. and come on, almost, like, launch myself. Mm. And then, like, for some, some, naturally, I was like, you know what, let me do it with my whole body. Like, mm. tense, like, you know, not tense, but strengthening my core. Mm. Like, putting everything, everything's flexing while mm. I'm doing it. And I was like, damn, like, you really want to feel alive? You do a push-up and put your whole, every muscle working to mm-hmm. it. It's kind of like when you do a plank, people, like, do planks a lot wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, people aren't putting everything, every muscle's not the working. The core's not engaged. Mm-hmm. Their, 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 you know, hips are, are down. Their back is rounded. They're not, it's not an actual plank, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, it's, it's a lot of things that are, like, with lifts that are like that where, where people would do it wrong or, have the wrong form or wrong posture and it takes a lot out of it yeah so that's one thing i learned too is like you want to feel alive like do a mm-hmm. workout and put your whole body into it mm-hmm. like if you're bored or you're tired or you're depressed or sad i don't know for some reason bro doing this nothing has made me feel more alive than working with my body weight like i don't know something just tapped in with me mentally like oh like 
like just a feeling of every single muscle working and then me like doing the movement made me feel more at ease with myself. Like if I'm tired, if I'm, you know, feeling kind of off, I do like a quick little 10 pull-ups and I feel, I feel amazing. I'm like, Oh, I, I realize I have power. Mm-hmm. Like I have like control of my body. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about like physical like activity and like working out. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. It's man. I, I can't explain how much, Working out in physical fitness has helped me, bro. Like, just for, like, the men, not even for, like, the looks, but just for the mental, bro. Like, it's just, it, it does so much for me, bro. Like, I can, ha- I can you know, get the, like, get terrible news. And no matter what I'm doing, like, if I can just, if I can go, go to the gym, blow off some steam, get in the sauna, get in the steam room, meditate, even, even in either one of those, meditate. I can go out that can keep me level headed, you know, regardless of what what information I'm getting from, you know, stuff that me and my family is going through or stuff that that's happening. You know, Um, it's just like a it's like a it's a super stress reliever for me, bro. Mm -hmm. It keeps it keeps me grounded, man. If you were to come up with like a phrase, like what's a phrase or like affirmation that keeps you at ease or maybe if you're going through like troubled thoughts Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Do you have a phrase or maybe a thought that comes to mind that keeps you like relaxed? Like, okay. Like when you see, when you say these words to yourself, you're like, okay. Uh, me, the main thing I just say to myself, stay on the grind. Everyone messes up. Um, you know, um, you know, the grind continues like the the marathon continues and whatever I'm doing, you know, I try not to, I'm really hard on myself when it comes to like things about myself, like, like whether it's stuff I'm working on that I've like I'm already corrected and I have to check, or if it's like say I mess up in the game, like I'm watching and critical on myself. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm mad, I'm already mad enough at myself that I made a mistake. Like I, I can go back and check that, and you know I, I won't make the same mistake twice. You know what I'm saying? So um, the main things that yeah that I just say to myself, you know, you know, like everybody messes up. Uh, mm-hmm. Stay on your grind. You know. You know, hard work pays off, and the marathon continues. Man, when I think about it, I'm, like, literally my biggest critique. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing – when you really think about it, I think people don't tap into it. It's like you have have said the worst things to yourself than anybody else. Like, <laughs> nobody has, Bruh. like, spoke to me in a way that, like, <laughs> I did. Like, God, I would fight myself if I could. Oh, like, I'll be thinking about it. I'm like – something I remind myself, too, especially at my work, too. You know, I, uh, not all the time, but there, there's, you know, a few bad apples that – you know, are just unhappy. Anybody who's unhappy are the type of people that leave comments, like mm-hmm. negative comments on a page or mm-hmm. always has something pessimistic to say. And sometimes I have to, like, check myself because somebody would say something that might gaslight me or try to set me up to, like, respond. And I think to myself, like, you're going to let this so-and-so say something to you and trigger you when the only person that really can critique and judge you is yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've said, like, so much. It's I don't know, man. It's like there's so many ways you could use, like, motivation. And, like, I, I have some toxic motivation. <laughs> like, I think mostly, mostly when I, I physically work out, if mm-hmm. I'm doing cardio, if I'm, like, working out, doing, like, a last rep, but I want to make sure that rep is solid or something, I'm, like, talking to myself the most, like, negative way. Disrespectful. Disrespectful, <laughs> like call myself every single bad word in the book and Bro. judge myself like now you're gonna but i don't know like you know there's a lot of greatness that comes from that too though mm-hmm. like 
because it's not like I walk away with that all day. It's more like to get through something, mm -hmm. I have to like you know put myself in a way of like you, you can't give up. Like yeah. no, fuck that. Like you yeah. know if you give up, I would tell myself this. Like I remember um, if I'm doing like a last rep or if I'm running one more mile, it's like you have to keep running because if you stop, you know your family's gonna die. Like I'd be talking to myself crazy. Like if you stop right here because you're tired. Like your family's gonna get slaughtered in front of you, <laughs> and I'll just keep on, <laughs> I just keep on going. Like you know, you're not quitting. Like, yeah. how do you feel about, you know, that some some people like to say like tox, toxic masculinity, or they try to say like a toxic mindset of a motivation. Like, do you think there's benefits with that? No, there's definitely benefits when it comes to to that. Because I know with myself, like. I'll, I'll talk to myself like when I'm lifting or working out or in a game. Like I'll talk to myself like, like like you said, getting on that last rep. I, but I don't talk to myself how you talk to myself. I cuss at myself. I'll be like, mm. I'll be telling myself like, oh yeah, you're a bad motherfucker. You better hit this. Don't be mm. a bitch. Like yeah yeah. Mm. I'll be t like bro. I'll be really getting on my own head. <laughs> but no, like, like I I know that 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 has a lot of benefits to it. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of situations where I was hitting. Um, like a brick wall, like I couldn't couldn't get past a certain weight, or I couldn't do something because of my physical limitations, or maybe it was something like I had to to do, and I, and I had to talk myself into finishing it or doing it, whether if it was like stuff with school or anything like that, or um, conditioning or anything of that nature. But talking to myself to get through it always helps me, bro. It always pushes me to that next level because then it's just like, oh, when you actually do it, you're like, damn. That that first voice that tells me, oh, like you're good, you did enough work, like you're fine, like you can stop, you can stop training now, y'all, you did enough reps, you don't need to do an extra set, or actually you could just walk out right now and go to McDonald's and go back home, like nobody's watching you, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. that voice is the voice you want to ignore. You want to that toxic voice, the toxic ma masculinity <laughs> or whatever mm. they want to call it. Yeah. That voice that's telling you, don't be a bitch, finish, finish is the one you need to listen to. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's going to keep pushing you. Like, I'm sure there's voices with you that it's just like, when you're at work, and you're like, man, like, I wish I could go home and lay down. But I know there's another voice that's like, bro, keep pushing, get your money, get your bag, keep going. You know? And that, and I think that voice, in my personal opinion, I think that voice can push us to the next limit. Mm -hmm. Bro, every day that I wake up, I'm struggling. Like, I wake up at 2.30 in the morning, and I start work at 5 a.m., but I wake up early to, like, try to prime myself, get myself ready, you know, either take a shower, even do some sit-ups, do some push-ups, do some pull-ups, drink my water, drink my supplement, take my supplements to try to prime myself. But every time, bro, that alarm goes off, there's always that thought in my head is, just shut it off. <laughs> like, put my career on hold. <laughs> you don't really need this job. Like, why are you doing this? Like, I have all these thoughts in my head. For the first three seconds, I only allow it. I wake up, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go to work. Like, fuck mm -hmm. this. And then you're like, nope. And I just, get, I just like, get up. Like, as soon as I, like, know, like, I got to Like, I, I'm the person. I'm saying I'm all in or all out. So, like, mm -hmm. as soon as I wake up, I'll, like, have a taste of that thought. And then three seconds, five seconds go by. I just start going with emotions. Like, get up. That move. wimpy voice. Yeah, that you're wimpy voice. Yeah. You're ignoring that wimpy voice. That's yeah. to say it nicely. Yeah, the wimpy exactly. Voice. Wimpy voice. Quit. Go ahead. Just lay down. You deserve it. A few more. A few more minutes. Snooze. I don't fucking snooze. 
I don't fucking snooze at all no more. I used to always do that. Mm-hmm. I'll put an alarm at 2.30, not wake up until like 3.45. But I'm snoozing like every 15 minutes, every, 15 minutes, every five minutes. I stopped doing that because you, you end up getting more tired. Like if yeah. you wake up initially, your body wakes up or that first alarm wakes up and you go back to sleep again and you wake up 15 minutes later, you end up being way more tired if you would have just woke up the first time. Yeah. And you know what's a good, that's another thing I wanted to add too was when it comes to growth, I realize, and this is what really helped me with my discipline. There's a reason why I do a lot of things that people seem like complicated or it's so hard. Like some of the things that I do, and it'll be the littlest things, bro. Like going for a walk seems like impossible to a lot of people. Drinking, wa- I drink a gallon of water every day, and people say I can't even drink a glass. And they'll be like, "How the hell do you do that?" Oh, but I don't. Like, I I would say ninety nine percent of the people I know don't drink water like that. Nobody. If you really, like, while you when you really start asking, well, you're more in an athletic field, but yeah. even then, you might meet athletes that don't drink water like that. Yeah, they drink sodas or you know Gatorades only, but. You'll be surprised at how many people don't even drink a lot of water. You should only, I encourage people to only drink, you should drink a gallon throughout the day, yeah. not like, you know, because, you know, too much of anything can kill you. There's people who've died by drinking, doing water contests. Yeah. Like, so you want to drink water when you're thirsty. You should only drink juice when you want juice, not when you're thirsty. When yeah. you're thirsty, you should always be water. Mm. When you want something to drink to, like, you know, a, a luxury, then you drink juice, like, you yeah. know, or, or alcohol or whatever the hell you want. But, not when you're thirsty, but when when it comes to growth, when it comes to when it really matters, yeah, it's good. It's easy to go run a mile, do push-ups, go to, to to the gym and eat healthy when you feel good. But when you feel not good mm-hmm. and when you're suffering and when you have that voice in your head telling you not to do this, when you don't want to do something, that's when I learned, like, that's when you really got to fucking do it. Like, when you don't want to do it, that's when you really got to do it. And that's 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 where why we have to be disciplined in what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? We have to be, we have to have that foundation of why we're doing it, our purpose, and we got to be disciplined in what we're doing. Because like you said, we're not always going to feel good about doing it. Whether, wh- whatever, you you're doing it... F- you know, for health purposes or you're doing it to be an example for the generations after you, you know, you obviously don't want to be telling them to be healthy and you yourself, you know, you're obese, overweight, Mm -hmm. not taking care of yourself. You know what I mean? Whatever reason you have for doing it, you need to lock into that and focus on, on regardless of what that, that wimpy voice is going to say, tell you or, how you're going to feel that next morning, you're going to go to that workout. You're going to go to work. You're going to do these things because it's going to be a point in your life where maybe you are in a job to where you have to work this to pay your bills for your house or you have to work that job to support your dreams, you know, for the next five years or something like that. You know, you can't just, you know, quit anytime stuff gets hard or press the snooze button so to speak anytime you don't feel like doing something you know mm-hmm. you have to have that discipline instilled in you i remember i think it was mike tyson maybe somebody else he i feel like every idea everything that's being spoken now has already been said like nothing mm-hmm. is an original idea from anyone it's so hard to like everything that i've learned comes from somebody else like from a higher purpose or god or a philosopher have said some of the things but I remember it was something like, oh, discipline is doing something that you don't want to do and doing it like you love it. 
like doing it because of the purpose that you know what it's gonna take you and where this can where this is gonna go like for me <clears throat> i haven't meditated in a few months for some reason i haven't felt the urge to it and when i say meditating i mean meditating like you know with my eyes closed yeah. i i've been practicing meditating like with my eyes open so just being in the moment like driving <laughs> looking straight up <laughs> like i literally be practicing like i literally do that though I, that's why i love driving that's why i'm driving to vegas because you I, better not be daydreaming oh, and driving bro <laughs> don't be daydreaming and driving bro jesus take the wheel <laughs> oh jesus take the wheel <laughs> <laughs> bro, just, bro nah nah bro no nah, but i just try to just enjoy the moment like if i'm especially on walks that's what i love to do i even though i sh i could i should do that more often but like going on walks just looking at the trees like the leaves moving the wind blowing like the squirrels like going all over the place like mm -hmm. i try to meditate in those times it's like mm -hmm. yeah you could you shouldn't only be at peace when you meditate with your eyes closed in like a comfortable environment you should be doing that in every environment when your mm -hmm. eyes are open i remember i heard that in the four agreements um don miguel ruiz jr was saying oh no not not jr jose miguel i think jose ruiz was talking about how he would meditate in his room for like eight hours 12 hours like every day and his dad the author don miguel ruiz he like would knock on the door he's like what are you doing he's like oh i'm meditating i'm meditating for clarity and peace and you know trying to reach this high and enlightenment he's like how come you don't do it with your eyes open he's like what do you mean he's like you should be meditating with your eyes open as well like you gotta be in the present be in the moment every day that you're breathing i don't know for some reason it clicked when i heard that and i was like because i would always you know sometimes be even upset with myself if i don't meditate i would i'm telling you i'm, I'm my biggest critique like so because i'm always trying to chase i'm always trying to do a process improvement within myself trying to make myself better that's just how i've operated the last you know almost a decade now especially after high school is when i really started like realizing like oh all the powers in my hands mm -hmm. like i get to like you know choose and do things and implement and to try to put myself in the best position to grow to be who i want to be so sometimes you know i'll tap into different ways of how to do something because bro like the in there's so many different ways to improve that you only know so much here like you need to seek out and talk to people and like mm -hmm. read books to expand to then put you in a position you know what i was thinking about what would be one thing that you would recommend somebody to do that can something that's practical that can help them be a better them physical fitness physical fitness by far mm -hmm. you know i know um we the, uh, the united states we have a crazy amount of overweight and obese people in our nation mm -hmm. you know and you know that correlates to a lot of other things you know you know it's hard to be you know i'm not saying that they're it that that people can't be have mental clarity and be happy you know being obese because there's plenty of people who are you know but i would say physical fitness Physical you know, fitness. try at least try at least try meditation and physical fitness. You know how the last episode you were talking about how you would record yourself from time to time? Yeah. What would be another version of that that you would think would help somebody? Uh, like as in the things that I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things I was doing when I was kind of um, when I was at a, a point in my life that I knew that it was like a get better or 
like you're gonna fold you know what i mean i would record myself and basically talk to my future self um from that point in time so it's like basically like a, a time capsule basically like showing my environment like where i'm at what i'm thinking what's going on at that time in some of the videos i was in a relationship and some of the videos i wasn't i was living in a, a dorm some of them i was living in an apartment um and i'm getting ready to do one again and it's like i think it's been five years since i've been doing this four four or five years since i've been doing this and like going back and looking at it and seeing the growth because you don't see it's hard to like just keep it in your head and try to remember but when you have it in your phone or you have it in your iCloud or whatever you go back and look and you're like damn that's where i was mentally like even how i talk like i feel like there's growth in that alone. So seeing where I was and seeing where I am now, um, is definitely a big difference. It's definitely therapeutic to do it and to get it off your chest because nobody else can see it. It's like a journal. It's like a it's like a vlog. It's like a vlog journal, basically. And you basically talk about like what you're going through, how you feel like you're gonna get through it, what are your goals, where are you gonna get to in the next, you know, six months to a year, where you wanna be Yada, yada. And everything I talked about in that first one ended up happening in the second one. Everything I talked about in the second one ended up happening in the third one. And then this one I'm talking about now, I had I had made one before camp. And I was talking about camp and the season, yada, yada, and I was worried about what was going on. Whoop, whoop. And now I'm getting to where it's like, oh, we're halfway through the season. And now the goals and stuff are changing. You know, stuff is starting to align and, you know, stuff is kind of at a stalemate right now but at the same time it's still on the up and up you know so uh, doing these journal vlogs i know i feel like one day i'm gonna like actually put it on a youtube put it on my account and like show like my journey and stuff like that especially when i get to where i want to be but um no it's definitely one thing that's helped me that's so dope too damn i want to do that i gotta do that mm -hmm. i gotta do that i think you do it today yeah do, do one today on your own I should, I, i'm gonna do it you set, I the camera, set the camera up and just talk talk about where you're at right now. Where's your mental state at right now? How do you feel? That where you're at, you know, you know, your apartment, whatever, relationship, everything. I talk about everything, everything I'm going through. Um, and even if you want to have it more personal, say you have to come in here, close the door, set it up, you know, and just talk. You know, it's therapeutic to yourself because you're talking to your future self. You gotta think about it like that. You're talking to your future self. So that video, you have to. Kind of like lock it and put it into a separate file in your phone, so you just know, like, boom, that's something that's not gonna get deleted. You know what mm, I'm saying? But right. that's it, it's so ther therapeutic, bro. I, I highly recommend it. Damn, <clears throat> I think is even I tend to have like these like you know, like deja vu moments of remembering of oh, I remember when you used to struggle with this. I remember when you wanted to be in this position. Now you are like. I think about that at work. Like at work, I don't do no labor. I used to do, always do labor. I used mm. to be like the fastest this, do this, like thoroughly do like labor work. And now I'm in a position where I don't do, I don't even lift a finger. Like I just, li I lift a finger to point somebody to do something else. Yeah. Like, like now I, I was thinking about it today when I was walking to my desk and I was like, man, I remember you wanted to be in this. Like, and now you're just nonchalant. Like you're just, I'm used to this. Like, yeah. nah, like there was a moment when you wanted this. Like there was a moment where you were the other person that was getting like delegated to work and do this. Like mm -hmm. now you're the one delegating to other people. 
and you're managing this, you're speaking in the meetings, you're like being an influence, you're being different. I mean, I, uh, what other person wears shoes that says do your best? Like <laughs> that person has to be overly optimistic for somebody. Imagine that you hate your life and you just hate people optimistic. And then you just look down you see somebody, some asshole wearing do your best <laughs> shoes. Like, fuck look you. Look at this positive ass yeah, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like, and I got a lot of that shit. Some people said, do your best. <laughs> Get Some your people, positive ass out of here. Yeah, people would mock me, bro. Like, And I'm like, oh, you hating. <laughs> so you hating. Oh, we. Let me put a smile on your face. Let oh, me put weak. a smile on your face. But sometimes you forget, too, all that growth, man. Like, you've got the fact where you are right now, you can definitely say that you've gotten better six months ago. Like, mm-hmm. the, the person you are now, like, when I look at myself... A year ago to the person that I am now, there's been like exponential growth. Could I be better in a lot of things? Of course. But like, you know, knowing that I've got this far and like being like, you know, happy and thankful for what I have right now is something that you just have to remind yourself. Like you made it this far. Like just keep going now. Facts. 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 This is definitely this is definitely a good podcast, bro. I I really like this one. I like the the topics that we were talking about, and you know, getting into talking about how we you know process these things, and you know, the foundation of us, like basically like knowing our peace and our purpose, you know, things that keep us level headed. You know, it's definitely something that that you know I feel like everybody should address and f- figure out, like you know, what you want to do, even if. You don't know exactly what you want to do, a career the career path you want to do. You should find your peace. You should, you shouldn't be a certain way because that's what your family, that's what you're used to with your family. Like if your family is all negative, toxic, doesn't mean you have to be. You know what I'm saying? It's up to you. Like when you're old enough and conscious enough to to develop new habits, and you're like, okay, maybe I don't like being mean and being an asshole to every single person I come in contact with. I actually want to be a good person. I want to be a nice person. I want to be like this, this, and this. Build those habits. Develop those things. Like, hey, I don't want to be obese because the rest of my family is obese and negative. Let me change that about myself. You can always change your situation based on your actions. You know what I mean? You just got to start. You can't, you know, sit there and mope and be like, I wish things were different. Change it. Make it different. Right. But... Yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. You know, we appreciate you guys uh, for tapping in with us on Self Revelations Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Sheesh. Let's not forget.